And welcome to worship with Paisley St George's. You're welcome if you're here with us. You're welcome if you're worshipping online or on the telephone. You're welcome if this is your first or hundred and first time with us. You are welcome. Come if you're healthy. Come if you're hurt. Come if you're hopeful. Come if you're sad. Let God's light shine upon you. Let God's life fill you. Let God bring you healing and hope today. So let's stand if able to worship God by singing the first hymn in our order of service, hymn 543, Longing for Light, We Wait in Darkness, hymn 543. come to God in prayer. Let's pray. For God the Father, creator of the world, we thank you, O God. For God the Son, who willingly gave up his life for us, we thank you, O God. For God the Holy Spirit, who teaches us everything, we thank you, O God. 
You, God, the Creator, have blessed us with all good gifts, the gift of life, life in this world, and the promise of life everlasting. You have blessed this world with water to drink and air to breathe. You have blessed this world with a plentiful supply of all sorts of good things to eat. You, God the Son, lived among us and taught us by word and example how to live and how to love freely and generously. You gave up your life on a cross that our sins would be forgiven. You rose to new life to show us the promise of what is to come. You, God, the Holy Spirit, breathe new life into us. You bless us with many gifts, gifts to be used to help us to share God's love with others. For all this we praise and we thank you. Lord, you give us life, but there are times when we don't live life the way you wish us to. When pain has us in its grip, we may give in to the gloom of pessimism. Forgive us when we see only the gloomy downside of situations. Forgive us when circumstances take over and moaning is easier than doing the right thing. Dark times sap our strength and courage and blind us to your light. Renew our strength to fight our way into your healing light. Forgive us and rekindle the light of hope in these times, Lord, that all shall be well. For through the love of God, our Saviour, all will be well. And hear us as we pray together in the words Jesus gave his friends, praying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Good morning boys and girls. How lovely to see you today. You're very quiet. Maybe I'm speaking too soon. I wonder what's in my bag today. Who would like to have a look? The mad You'd like to have a look. You two have a look. What is it? Do you know? A book. A book. I, no, it's not a book. It's not a book. What is it, Miller? Something need on holiday. Something you need on holiday. What is it? A passport. It's my passport. Uh -huh. It has my ID. Uh -huh. And on the outside, it's got a crown and a lion and a unicorn. The unicorn is Scotland's animal. Well done. And the crown's. Uh -huh. And then on the back, you can't see it so well. What's on the back? Can you see something there? What's Flowers. Flowers, okay. What kind of flowers? The ones that represent the different countries. The ones that represent the different countries. So there's a thistle, there's a rose, a daffodil, and a shamrock. A shamrock. A shamrock is like, a wee bit like a clover. It's got three little leaves, and it's this emblem that is used by Ireland. Okay, Hayley. I know Ukraine's flower. You know Ukraine's flower? What's Ukraine's flower? A sunflower, wow, that's fantastic, isn't it? Now, what do you think's inside this passport? Um, it doesn't matter. A picture of me. Is it a good picture? Yes? Oh, oh well, may you laugh. There you go. So it's a picture of me, but it also says on it, her Britannic Majesty's Secretary of State requests and requires in the name of Her Majesty all those whom it may concern to allow the bearer to pass freely without let or hindrance and to afford the bearer such assistance and protection as may be necessary. And that's for me. Could anybody else use this? No. no. 
because it's got my photograph in it. It's got a number on every page, and that number belongs to me. And it's got my signature on it. And all that says that this is me. But do you know, God made each one of us. But he didn't give us, he doesn't need a photograph or a book. He knows each one of us. He knows each one of us by name, doesn't he? Yeah, uh -huh. he knows each one of us by name. And this morning, I don't think I can get all the names. Sometimes I can, but my memory is not very good this morning. Oh, so I don't even know whether to try or not. <laughs> Haley, Freya, Joe. Murray, yes. Innes? <laughs> oh, I needed a wee bit of help. Alexander? I'll need, I'll need help with some of the others as well, Murray. I'll tell you this, I'll need to help with some of the others because my memory's not very good. But don't tell anyone. Ben? Oh. You'll need to help me. Evan, that's right, and, and M Miller, Miller, is that right? So, let's try again, Miller, Evan, Ben, Alexander, Innes, Murray, Joe, Freya, Haley. yeah, uh -huh. but do you know, I'd to get some help, but God wouldn't need help because he knows and he loves each and every one of you. I mean, we're all different though, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Don't look like one another, do we? No. No, I don't think any of you look like one another, no. But God knows us all. And he made us all different. So, what we're going to do is we're going to sing a song. We're going to sing, I just want to thank you, Father, for making me me. And it's all about that, if I wear a butterfly, it's number 15. But we're not butterflies. We're me. I'm me. You're me. Well, you're not me. You're you. <laughs> I know. It gets complicated, doesn't it? But we have fun. So we're going to sing from St. George's Praise, If I Wear a Butterfly. Okay.
practice the actions for the next time we do that. So just actions, yes, Murray, actions. Actions are good fun, and it's good to have fun in church. Today is the last day of Sunday school, and I'd like to thank your folks for bringing you here week by week. And we love to see you here with us. We really do. We miss you the Sundays you're not here. Now, next Sunday is Ice Cream Sunday. So, hope I'll see you then. And after that, we will still be here every Sunday. And every Sunday, there will be a story for you. I'll bring my bag most Sundays. And there'll be something for you to do. Okay, but Sunday school, as such, will not be on until the schools go back in August. And today, I'd like to thank all the folks who've helped with the Sunday school. They've put in a lot of hard work over the past year especially because we've been using a new way of teaching the children. Oh, has it been good? Yes, good. So you've enjoyed it? Yes. So come August when you come back, there'll maybe be different ways of doing things. And do you know what I'd like you all to do in August? Bring a friend with you. That's what I would like you to do. Bring a friend with you. But then if they came to... Murray, so none of your friends believe in God, but then if they came to Sunday school, they might learn more about God and Jesus and how he loves us all. And then they might change their mind because people do change their mind. People don't need to love God from when they're a tiny baby. Some people are grown-ups before they decide that they love God, before they realise that God loves them. But you know, your friends might not believe in God, but God believes in them. God loves them. So, your teachers put in, or teachers, helpers, leaders, grown-ups, whatever you like to call them, it doesn't matter. They've put in a lot of hard work, I know, this year, so that you can learn about God and Jesus and have fun. But thank you, too, to you all for being here, because, as I said, we love to see you. We love to hear what you've got to say, and you are part of this church. Our young folk are part of our church. They're part of our church today. And you're an important part of our church today. And to mark that, I'm going to ask Moira to come out. And we've got a book, I think, for each one of you. So, thanks, Moira. And I'm going to put my book down because I think I've got the job of giving you the books. So, let's see. And if anything goes wrong here, I'll tell you now, there's one person you can blame, Barry. First person is Fraser Gemmell. Right. And Fraser's not here, so will we give it to Fraser's sister to take home to him? Would that be a good idea? Hayley, will you take that home to Fraser? Thank you. Hayley, you're doing a double journey. <laughs> Hayley Gemmell. <laughs> there you go, Hayley. What's it? Ooh, sounds Thank good. You. Next one is Joe Jagger. Joe? Oh! Looks good to me. Enjoy that. Freya Clark. Freya. Oh, after talking about passport, passports, happy holidays. Mm. Murray Garbage. Right, Murray, what a cloud burst. Looks good. An adventure story. Right up your street, Murray, I would think. And it is Jagger. Ennis. Do you like Peter Rabbit? Good. Alexander Brennan-Buckham. Alexander. Do you like Peter Rabbit? Yeah, I think you spoke to don't you? Uh, ben Gemmell. Alright, Ben. Do you like Peter Rabbit? Yeah, good. Enjoy. And Evan. Evan. There you go, Evan. Toy Story. Oh, good one. Oh, Miller. Do you like Toy Story? And we have two people who will be promoted up next year, and the first one is Evan Carver. Evan. There you go. 
So there's another, there's a Bible for you to keep some treasure and read. And you have Miller's book. Miller, there you go, that's for you to keep and read. Ennis, there you go. Alexander Brennan Bucknell again. <laughs> Alexander, I think we've got books for the children who should have who've been moved up last year so that they've not missed out. Because we've missed out so much. And we have Ben Campbell. There you go, Ben. There we are. Thank you. Thank you, Moira. Thank you. And we look forward to seeing you next Sunday when you come in after Ice Cream Sunday and we'll hear all about what you've been doing. But I think you're going to have fun. And then Sunday by Sunday throughout the summer months there will be something for you to listen to and to do in church. So we'll still be here and we would love it if you could manage to come some of the time. I know you'll be away on holiday and I know that other things happen. But we'll be here every Sunday and we look forward to Sunday school starting back just after the schools go back. But it's now I thought it would be nice if we remain seated while the children and the teachers go out to sing the blessing, the Lord bless you and keep you. Because our children matter to us. had meant to do this before the children left but let's just have a short prayer Lord God we thank you for all who work to share your love with the children, their folks at home and all who help with Sunday school may their helpers be refreshed and rested over the summer ready to return in August this we ask in Jesus name, Amen Now we turn to the intimations the intimations are in the order of service if I could flag up to you the details of the Queen's Platinum Jubilee celebration and the church party that will be held on Sunday the 5th of June after morning worship. There are details of that there and if you'd like to join with that, please ensure that you have replied by posting your reply into one of the silver boxes so that we can know how many we're catering for. And there will be a table set up for the next few Sundays to take payment. Now, duty rotas. We can't function as a church without people doing some of the duties. Duties like beadling, like being at the door to welcome you and counting the offering. So a new rota will start in mid-July. Another thing we can't do without is people doing readings and prayers. So there are lots of tasks, jobs that are to be done in Christ's name within the church. A new rota will start in mid-July. If you want to be added to that rota, please let Margaret know as per the details in the order of service. Loop system, I wasn't aware it hadn't been working, but if you have difficulty hearing, you'll be pleased to know that the loop system is now working. And if you let Stephen Clancy, who's up in the balcony, know if there are any issues. Church calendar has been updated and can be found on the website. A link is given there. And a really useful feature in that is you can go to organisations and list it. You can see it as a list rather than having to scroll through the whole year's calendar, which I certainly found quite useful. As I've already said, next Sunday is Ice Cream Sunday. Social Committee has been doing a lot of work and have a trip 
on the 18th of June, leaving here at 10 a.m. There are details of that trip, which is going to Trachair House in the outskirts of Peebles with high tea in Peebles, getting back to the church at 8.30. Booking slips and silver boxes are at all the entrances, or you can give your name and or slip to any of the committee members. Could I ask that if at all possible, intimations go to Margaret by the Wednesday of before the Sunday, so that they can appear in the print, so that you can take them away with you and remember them, rather than trying to remember, what is it Barry said about such and such? Because I don't know about you, sometimes things go in one year and out the other, speaking personally. But something that was only sorted out on Friday night that we only knew would be available today is to say to the elders that the envelopes are in the session house for collection. The envelopes contain the church magazine and the invitations for the June communion. So if elders could pick these up and distribute them around their districts, that would be excellent. I also have a letter from Release International Thank you so much for your generous gift of £327 raised through the sale that you held at Paisley St George's Church. We greatly appreciate the love and support that you and your church family have for our persecuted brothers and sisters in Christ. It goes on to talk about the magazine and the fact that our prayers and support can bring practical and pastoral care. Our partner Susanna told us how the help they give restores the hope of Christians who've lost so much. She said, I'm really thankful to release international supporters. We can feel your prayers. And I know from the people I work with that they can also feel them. You're sincerely Lisa Pay, who's supporter engagement team at Release International. That was on the back of the Easter stall that Moira ran earlier this year. And these are all the intimations. So we turn now to God's word and our scripture was read for us by one of our elders, Irene. The first reading this morning is from the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 21, verse 10 and verse 22. So Revelation chapter 21, verse 10. The Spirit took control of me, and the angel carried me to the top of a very high mountain. He showed me Jerusalem, the holy city, coming down out of heaven from God. And verse 22. I did not see a temple in the city, because its temple is the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb. And the Revelation chapter 22 verses 1 to 5. The angel also showed me the river of the water of life, sparkling like crystal, and coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb, and flowing down the middle of the city's street. On each side of the river was the tree of life, which bears fruit twelve times a year, once each month, and its leaves are for the healing of the nations. Nothing that is under God's curse will be found in the city. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be written on their foreheads. There shall be no more night, and they will not need lamps or sunlight, because the Lord God will be their light, and they will rule as kings forever and ever. And the second reading is from the Gospel of John. John chapter 5, verses 1 to 9. And the title is The Healing at the Pool. After this, Jesus went to Jerusalem for a religious festival. Near the Sheep Gate in Jerusalem, there is a pool with five porches. In Hebrew, it is called Bathzatha. A large crowd of sick people were lying in the porches, the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed. A man was there who had been ill for 38 years. Jesus saw him lying there 
and he knew that the man had been ill for such a long time. So he asked him, Do you want to get well? The sick man answered, Sir, I have no one here to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. While I am trying to get in, somebody else gets there first. Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your mat and walk. Immediately the man got well. He picked up his mat and started walking. Amen and may God have the glory. Amen. Thank you, Irene. We continue in our worship by singing hymn 562, Through the love of God our Saviour, all will be well. Hymn 562. we were reminded of the fact that God has created us, that God knows each one of us. He knows us by name and he loves us. And in his infinite wisdom, he has entrusted much to our care. And yet, as we look around the world, so much seems to have gone wrong. Well, this morning we heard Irene read from the book of Revelation which is, I think, one of the most puzzling books in the Bible. It's full of vivid imagery of seemingly mythical beasts and happenings. But Revelation, Revelation is the book where God reveals that in the end, he will triumph over evil. As somebody puts it, Revelation tells us that God will win. God will win. And earlier in chapter 21, just before Irene read, God says, I am making all things new. That's what he says. I am making all things new. He doesn't say, I have made all things new. For it's an ongoing process. And in this book, we have the promise that God will overcome all evil. That through this love, through the love of God, all will be well. In the verses that Irene did read, we heard of the tree of life. The tree of life whose leaves are for the healing of all nations. And in a reading from John's Gospel, we heard of the man being healed. So this morning, I would like us to think a little bit about healing and the hearts which may need healing. 
When you consider, when you think about the word healing, I wonder just what is your emotional reaction. If you've recently witnessed the apparently miraculous recovery of someone seriously injured in a road accident, you might feel very positive about the idea of healing. But if you and many others have prayed earnestly for maybe a young friend with cancer who then died, well, you may well then feel deep frustration and despair or perhaps anger. And each one of us, we're shaped by experiences such as these. And experiences such as these lead to the asking of many, many difficult questions, which I'm not going to attempt to answer this morning, which I don't have the answers to. But let's take a step back and think a wee bit about what needs healing. In a global sense, we can think of the damage done and being done to our God-created world and the myriad of ways in which humankind damages the earth and fails to take care of its many resources. The earth belongs to the Lord, and he has entrusted it to our care. So that asks the, begs the question, to what extent do we act as if we genuinely want to save our planet? And on a flippant note, perhaps, I was impressed by the choir member who carefully turned out the lights in the session room as they left. Little things make a difference. Little things make a difference. We all have a responsibility for this earth in which we live. And then what about the brokenness we ignore in our communities and the massive inequalities that we tolerate in our nation? At the moment, as prices rise and fuel bills soar, these inequalities are set to increase. And then there are the hurts to humanity, the war in Ukraine and in so many other countries, the acts of genocide, of torture. There are hurts caused deliberately, carelessly, accidentally. So to what extent do we work for the healing of the nations? Last week was Christian Aid Week. And Christian Aid, a charity close to the church's heart, a charity which allows us to do something to help global inequalities. It allows us to do something both in a practical sense and, if you like, in a political sense, because Christian Aid will lobby for issues that it considers to be important. But there are so many big questions, so many big questions with no straightforward answers. For there are hurts, there are hurts caused to nations, to communities, and to individuals. And we, while we can hurt one another, we can be hurt, individually or collectively. Hurts can be physical, emotional, or spiritual. Hurts can be caused deliberately, carelessly, thoughtlessly, accidentally. But hurts. Hearts need healing. And healing is what God offers. Healing is what God offers in the life of his son, Jesus. I would think that there is not one of us sitting here this morning who has not been at some point in our life's heart. There will be people sitting here who are hurting and who are in need of healing. Some of us might be suffering from a chronic physical illness or disability. Whether or not, others are aware of it. More likely, we may have unresolved emotional issues or unreconciled relationships, whether within our families or with friends or within our churches. And as you have come together to form this new congregation of St. George's, of Paisley St. George's, there may well have been hurts, hurts felt individually or by groups, large or small. And there is the hurt that I think everyone in Paisley St George's felt, that you felt roughly this time last year when all vacancies were set aside and leave to call your own minister was not forthcoming. And I am in no doubt that other hurts will have been felt 
But let us be assured that through the love of God, healing is offered. Through the love of God, our Saviour, all will be well. And as I thought about healing, I thought about how we heal after a physical illness, injury or surgery. And as we all know, healing takes time. Usually takes longer than we hope, longer than we expect, but it doesn't happen overnight. So what does healing require? And I'm talking, first of all, in a way, I suppose, the healing of all sorts of hearts, physical, emotional, spiritual. Healing requires patience. It requires patience. It requires us to follow advice and instructions. And for spiritual hearts, that advice and instructions, that comes through God, through his word, spoken by his spirit into our hearts, spoken through the word of the Bible, and spoken through the love and the support of our fellow Christians. So we need patience. Healing requires patience and takes time. But people who have had serious injuries or, or major surgery will also tell you that it requires commitment. It requires commitment and hard work and determination and perhaps at times some pain or discomfort. And healing too can require professional help. Sometimes there will be the feeling that it is Maybe one step forward and two back, or maybe two forward and one back. Healing, sometimes healing requires that we leave a wound alone. Remember as a child, remember the scab uh -huh, that you would pick at and cause it to bleed again, delaying the healing process. Mm -hmm. Perhaps then that too is the case with some other hearts that we keep picking over. If we keep picking over that heart, it will never heal, or it will heal much more slowly, or it will leave a larger scar. Healing is not an easy process. But as Christians, we have the ultimate healer. We have Jesus Christ. Jesus is the ultimate healer. And I would like to invite you to imagine Jesus reaching out, reaching out to us and asking the question, asking the question, what is there in, within your life that requires healing? What is there in your life that requires healing? Do you really want to? Fill in the blanks. Take a moment. Think of that vital thing that needs changing, that must be affirmed, that Jesus offers to help us with. It could be forgiveness, it could be a relationship, an attitude or a habit. And then there's the question, do we really want to change? Do we really want to change? For following Jesus does bring change. Following Jesus brings healing. But ultimately, ultimately, Jesus asks all of us the one question. Do you really want to follow me? Do you really want to follow me? And that's not something that's a once and for all event. And in a way, that's what I was touching on when Murray said that one of his friends didn't believe in God. We commit ourselves to following Jesus, not once. It's not a one-off event. We don't say, yes, once I want to follow you and that's an end to it. We have to remain committed to following Jesus. It's a daily question that should be in our minds at all times, governing every area of our lives. So is there still an appetite within us to answer that question? Do you want to follow me? To answer that with integrity. And going back to today's gospel passage, it's interesting, it's challenging, it's thought-provoking to realise that in that passage, Jesus asked the man, do you want to get well? 
Do you want to get well? What a strange question. Why wouldn't he want to get well? Who in their right mind would choose to remain an invalid, helpless, dependent on others for everything? Of course he said yes and went on his way rejoicing. How would it be if Jesus came to me, to you, with the same question? Do you want to get well? Is there some aspect of my life, your life, or personality in which we too are an invalid, helpless, dependent on others? And do I, do you, do we, do we have the courage to say yes? If we say yes, if we're willing to change, then Jesus is ready to empower us. And if we're willing to change our world, Jesus will walk with us every step of the way. For we are not on our own as hurt, wounded people, individuals, communities, nations. God is with us. No matter how hurt we are, no matter how wounded we are, no matter how we are, God is with us. So let's come to God in prayer. Let's pray. Lord God, we come as wounded, hurting people, seeking your healing. In the silence, we have laid and we lay our wounds before you. Lord, grant us patience, determination and commitment as your healing power works through us. May we as individuals and as this congregation be made whole, united through your love freely given. For you are with us and all will be well. Amen. We're going to sing again. The hymn is hymn 706. For the healing of the nations, hymn number 706.
Thank you, choir. Thank you, Alan. Our prayers will now be led for us by Irene. Dear Father, please accept our offerings given with our best wishes to those with the responsibility for expanding your church here in Scotland. This is a responsibility for us all, so please give us strength and courage for this purpose. Prayers for others. We ask that you send your comfort and care to all those who find life too much for them, who are daunted by the whole business of living, who feel they cannot go on. Help them to know there are people who care, who can offer a way forward. Help the desperate people of Ukraine who are under such terrible stress, whose families have been split and whose homes have been wrecked. Please help the perpetrators of such violence to understand this cannot produce victory. In fact, it shows desperation and ruin for themselves. Send your blessings on the people working for Christian aid who are involved with people living in poverty, regardless of religion, race or gender. May our donations help in some small way. Be with those attending the General Assembly this week on our behalf. Let their discussions and decisions be thoughtful and wise. Please give those of us with responsibility for our children and young people the knowledge and imagination to make their experiences here at St George's fun and a positive way to live their lives. All these things we ask in Jesus' name and to him we love, honour and praise. Amen. Thank you, Irene. We close this morning's service of worship with the hymn, Christ Be Beside Me, hymn 577, Christ Be Beside Me. And let that be our prayer as we leave here today. you shine your light into the dark places of our lives and of our world. Gentle God, you touch us with your healing love and make us whole. And so we ask you to be with us and shine through us this week and use us to bring hope and healing to others. And the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit rest and remain with each one of you and all those whom you love, this day and forevermore. Mm -hmm.